Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 13 this morning and the birds. And in verse 14 it says, But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, Because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, and he said to the crowd, There are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them and not on the Sabbath day. Notice, this religious leader is a coward. He doesn't address Jesus. He doesn't, you know, hey, hey, you can't do that. He doesn't even talk to the woman who's been healed. He addresses the crowd. Okay, this happened today, but okay, everybody else needs to hear, right, what I have to say. And, and the suggestion is, is that come any other day and be healed on the Sabbath day. Yeah, what other day, any time, ever, had anybody ever come to the synagogue and been healed of anything? Never. And, and yet, if Jesus can touch this woman and heal her on the Sabbath, if he has the ability to do such a thing, don't you think that it's probably okay? You know, I mean, seriously. And so this guy just, he's, it's ridiculous what he says. There's not going to be any healing without Jesus. And, and what this ruler is suggesting is that Jesus is working on the Sabbath. But Jesus didn't have to strain and work up energy or somehow, you know, muster up the power to heal this woman or something like that, smack her in the forehead. Well, <laughs> in the forehead, I don't know. He didn't have to do anything to, to work up energy to make that happen. He just touched her and says, be loosed. And she stood up. And how is that any different than when you come to church and you're burdened or heavy laden or something is on your mind and you come into church or, or maybe even you're, you're physically sick and you come in and, and just even singing the worship songs and taking your mind off of yourself and fixing it on Jesus, you receive a healing. Or, or the message that was given that morning was exactly what you needed to change your perspective, to change your mind, to heal your heart. I mean, how many times have we been healed of one thing or another just by listening to a message that was given? And certainly they did all those things in the synagogue. They sang songs, they read the scriptures, they preached sermons, and all those things added to the healing of the people that would come and participate in that. Isn't it amazing how even like when they did COVID and, you know, of course we had the 14 days to to flatten that curve, which turned into 180 days or something, but, but how many people across the United States were banned from worship? You know, they could go to the bar, they could go to a, a casino, these are essential services, you know, they could go to, uh, you know, all these different places, but they couldn't come to church. And in some places they said, you can't even sing in church. Praise the Lord, we still live in America, and that never really happened here. But th- those were the types of things that were happening, and how many people were, were killing themselves, and how many, how many people died from suicide or overdose or, or whatever because they were so depressed, because they weren't going and getting an encouraging word. They were isolated from everyone. 
So, so Jesus wasn't working, and, and yet he, Jesus would address, not just address the crowd, but actually address this guy. And it says in verse 15, the Lord then answered him and said, hypocrite. Does not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water? Now, oral tradition in the Jewish, in the Jewish culture at that time told them that it wasn't just the things that were written in the law, but actually that there were, there were things that they, they couldn't do or they'd be breaking the law. And so they would interpret the law through these oral traditions. And, and some of those things were you couldn't, you couldn't aid healing on the Sabbath day. So if somebody were bleeding, you could stop the bleed, but you couldn't bandage it up or put salve on it. You know, something to kill the infection. You had to wait until the end of the Sabbath, till sundown on Saturday. You had to wait till sundown on Saturday, and then you could stop the bleed, or then you could bandage the wound. You couldn't set a broken arm on the Sabbath day. You had to wait until the sundown, and then once sundown, then you could set the arm and cast it or whatever you needed to do, or bind it up whatever needed to be done. And so they would look at it as the same. And yet, they would be able to untie their donkey or their animal and lead it to water. You know, and that, they could do that for a, for a donkey. They could pull their donkey out of a pit if it fell into a pit. They could pull their donkey out of a pit, but they couldn't pull a person out of a pit, you know? I mean, that's basically how, how they looked at it. And so... In verse 16, he says, So ought this woman, so not so ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, who Satan has bound, think of it, for eighteen years be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath. So Jesus, first of all, calls her a daughter of Abraham. And you have to understand from Jesus' perspective, even if you were a Jew, he didn't necessarily consider you to be a daughter or a son of Abraham. And that becomes very clear in Luke chapter, or excuse me, John chapter eight, verse thirty-nine and verse forty-four, when the the Pharisees tell Jesus that they are sons of Abraham, and Jesus corrects them in verse forty-four and says, "No, you are of your father the devil, and he's a liar from the beginning, and you you he speaks you speak his same language as he does, which is lies." And then, of course, in Galatians chapter three, verse seven, it says, "Therefore, know that." Only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And so Jesus isn't talking about sons in the physical sense, but he's talking about sons in the spiritual sense, those who are of faith, because Abraham was the father of faith, and so we become children of Abraham through our faith in that sense. Not Jews, but we become children of Abraham in that sense. So here's a woman who, despite her condition, attended this this synagogue faithfully, and she had faith in God and had faith in Jesus as the Messiah of God. And, and, and this man, who, whoever this leader of the synagogue was, didn't care as much about her as he cared about his donkey or his ox. And that morning, that Sabbath morning, he probably untied his donkey and his ox and led them over to the trough to let them drink. And probably the people who were coming to synagogue saw him do this <laughs> as, as he did that, and yet he didn't care about this woman. And, and, and that's, that's just true in our society. You know, I, I was watching Ray Comfort, you know, he does those videos where he interviews people on the street, and he was interviewing this guy, and he said, hey, you know, what, what would you do if, if you're, you were in the, 
in the ocean, you know, they were at the beach. He says, if you were in the ocean and the surf, you know, caught your dog and there was another person that was drowning, he says, which would you save if you could only save one, your dog or a stranger, a person who's drowning? And the guy says, my dog. You know, didn't even think twice about it. It was his dog. His dog was more important to him. And, and I think that sometimes people think that way. You know, it's just, it's kind of a sick society. But Jesus says, think of it. You know, when he says, think of it, what he's saying is, put yourself in her shoes, or, or probably more rather, put yourself in her sandals. How, how would it be to be a person who could not bend or stand straight up, who is bent over at the waist with your head down near the ground? And think, I don't know if you've ever been to a place like a third world country where they don't have a lot of paved streets. Of course, they had no paved streets really, you know, in, in those regions. I guess they probably had some cobblestone. But, you know, the dust... And your, your face is down by the ground and everybody's kicking up dust and, and carts and chariots are going by. And think about it when it's raining. What would it be like to, to be bent over like that and it's, it's a downpour of rain? What would that be like? How would she protect her face from all of that? And the water pouring down. Or the chariots riding by or the carts going by and splashing. Have you ever been on the sidewalk and somebody drove by in a puddle and there you were? You know, what would it be like? if your face was down towards the ground and somebody splashed her face with, with muddy water? And what would that be like for her hair? I mean, did she have to cut her hair off short so it didn't drag on the ground? What would it be like trying to go up a set of steps or to eat a meal when you're in this, in this condition? I can't even imagine what that would be like. And Jesus is saying, think about it. Put, her, put yourself in her shoes. What would you... you what would you be like if, if you were like that? How would you feel if you were like that? And here's a day, and it happens to be a Sabbath day. Who cares? And she can be healed, and she can be made straight, and, and be unloosed. And, and you would deny her that on a Sabbath day? And you would think the day that where she would, she's going to meet with God would be the one day that she would be able to experience something like this. Verse 17, and when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. And so he shut them up. He shut them up. I mean, there's nothing, there's, it's, it's unrefutable logic. If you're going to untie a donkey, why wouldn't you want this woman to be unbound from the things that she's experiencing on this day. And so then Jesus gives his sermon, and his sermon is related to what we just read, although it may seem disconnected. And, and there's a couple of reasons why it might seem disconnected, but this is what Jesus says. And this is just part of his sermon. Obviously, he probably preached a little bit longer than this. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208 365 0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.